Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Let's talk about some headlines investors will be paying attention to this morning. There is a piece of breaking news that's just come out I'd like to highlight. And this is with regard to Spirit Airlines. So they have just announced that they are going to delay their shareholder vote on a proposed merger with Frontier Airlines. So that's supposed to be scheduled for later today, but it's going to be pushed back to July the 8th. The idea here is to be able to further discuss options with Frontier as well as rival suitor JetBlue Airways. By the way, this is the second time that they've delayed such a vote. In fact, it originally scheduled the vote for June the 10th and then delayed it to later today, right? So it looks like, you know, both rivals have upped their offers and we'll see exactly what's going to happen from here, this new July the 8th vote, that is. This is an interesting one and this one's also in the finance update a little bit later. Later on, Walt Disney Co. has announced a new cruise ship, the first one in a decade. So this is a bit of a project from Bob Chapek. And you remember a couple of days ago, he got the nod to get an extension to his contract, right, for three years. So he's really going to be looking at the recovery of the theme parks experience as well as the streaming wars because more and more of these platforms are going to come up, all right? He's got rivals in the form of Hulu, I think, Netflix for sure. There's Paramount Plus. There's... HBO Max that's slowly expanding market. So where does Disney stand on this with Disney Plus, right? So now he's got this vessel called The Wish. It's the fifth vessel in their fleet. It's the largest expansion to their Disney Cruise Line and it's all part of the uh, park experiences sort of segment, right? In fact, by the year 2025, there'll be two more ships set to be delivered. So they're estimating, you know, Cruise Lines International Association is estimating that it could tick till the end of next year for passenger volume to surpass the level of 2019. That was when we saw 29.7 million people boarding ships around the world. The cruise industry heavily affected, right? So this is part of that push really to, how do I say, rebound or improve or push back the parks and experiences segment of Disney. And that's something that Bob Chappell will be leading. Okay, we are expecting a couple of things, a couple of data points. Today, the US Core Personal Consumption Expenses Price Index, that is one of the important economic data that we tend to look at where the Fed is concerned to decide monetary policy. So it will reflect changes in the goods and services purchased by consumers, excluding food and energy. The previous reading in May, the index fell to 4.9% from 5.2%, but still stayed elevated, right? That's far higher than the Fed's target, remember, 2%. So that's quite a bit. Now, should the PCE data continue to decline, then we've got odds on a less aggressive rate hike by the Fed. That could be strengthened. Those odds could be strengthened. That will help the sort of broad market sentiment to recover from this Fed-led intensified recession fears on the back of those. And it's really down to CPI data from a couple of weeks ago, right? Just a couple of days before FOMC. And then we saw the 75 basis points and now that question lingering around. The recession or not, what is the picture going to look like? 
Of course, we are set to end where Wall Street is concerned, closing out the worst first half of the year since 1917. Yeah, especially for the S&P 500. I don't think we'll be able to avoid that. So that's something we're watching out for. China's NBS manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMI, also something worth watching out for. The recovery in economic conditions. What we're looking at here is that could continue to be displayed or continue to improve in June's PMI readings. We saw both manufacturing, non-manufacturing reverting to expansion territory. Another thing worth considering is the reopening of Shanghai and Beijing. It's been a few weeks now, right? So that could also be a bit of a positive catalyst. Though there are a bit of an uptick of virus cases, that naturally would make you think, hey, could that be a headwind? Could that be a problem towards the reopening plans? Nonetheless, at the moment, a little bit more positive than negative. Watch this space, that type of thing. So the non-manufacturing sector may lag somewhat in terms of recovery, but nonetheless, you could still deliver an improved from the previous month. But the one worth watching out for, OPEC Plus meeting. Yes, so the group expected to stick to its gradual stance of increasing oil supplies for August. This comes at a time, of course, where oil prices are retracing on retrenchment or recession fears, rather. And this was previously guided in June's meeting. Now, it's worth noting that US President Joe Biden is set to head to Saudi Arabia next month. What could happen here? Well, Maybe he could be applying some pressure for the oil-producing nation to ramp up supplies. But we also see some OPEC members facing challenges in meeting production target. The question that we have here is, how much Saudi Arabia can make up for the shortfall? I don't know how to answer that question, but for sure, we'll be watching out for the OPEC Plus meeting that's happening today. There you go. That's a couple of headlines investors will be paying attention to. We've got a finance update for you a little bit later on at 7.35. To listen to more great interviews, download Download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.